0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org.
1: What are you confessing about your life? Are they the same words that God says about you? Or are you speaking defeat, doubt, and unbelief? Are you even aware that the words you speak have the creative power to either bless you or curse you? Because God has declared life and death are in the power of the tongue and that you shall have whatsoever you say, he must be faithful to his word and in agreement with whatever you say, whether positive or negative. You choose. In this eight-day series, words can shape your future. Pastor Ray teaches that by the very words of your mouth, you can determine your destiny and write your own ticket to a lifetime of prosperity and health, dreams fulfilled and challenges overcome, or just the opposite. It's about literally talking yourself into your future, knowing what God says about you, believing it, confessing it, and simply waiting for God to make it happen.
2: Whatever you're talking, whatever you're speaking is what is going to be created. You're going to have whatsoever you say according to what Jesus taught us in Mark's gospel. So that's why you've got to be careful what you say. You know, I used to have this this bad habit, and you probably had it too. You know, I I do something. So, oh, I'm so stupid. Anybody ever say that about? Now, don't let, listen. Don't be don't be stupid and a liar too. <laughs> How many've ever said that about? I'm so stupid, and and it's like built into us. We we just ah now. You know, I used to say that about myself. And then one day I realized, wait a minute, I'm creating a dumb spirit in myself.
0: Yeah. Why am
2: I saying that about myself? So now I reverse that and in align with God's word, I say, I have the wisdom of Christ. Christ has become wisdom yeah, for me. The right. mouth of the righteous speaks that's forth wisdom. Right. I'm not stupid. I've got the mind of Christ. Yeah, right. I've got the mind of Christ. Of course, you, you keep telling yourself you're so stupid and then you wonder why you make so many mistakes you wonder why you make so many bad decisions. Woo. Got awfully caught. couldn't even get a woo out of you on that one. (laughs) Just knocked the breath right out of you. But it's true. It's because we forget sometimes that what we're saying is creating something. You're creating a dumb spirit in yourself. You say, ah, you know, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't make anything, you know, I can't do anything right. Well, then you wonder why you keep making mistakes. I learned to, to speak with the word of God says, where God says, I have the mind of Christ. Yes. If any man be in Christ, he's a brand new creation. The old is gone. I used to be like that, but I'm not like that anymore. The old is gone, the new is come, and all this is I'm a brand new creation. That's why, that's why it is so important to get this word in your heart. You see, we, we, we look at another verse. I don't know, it's in... Uh, Matthew's Gospel. You don't have to open to it. Uh, 12.35. It says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. There's another verse in the Bible that says, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth's going to speak. Yeah, so. And you see, if you want to speak good things, right, he says, according to this verse, good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. If you want to bring forth good things, then you have to keep a good treasure in your heart. You have to keep a good treasure of the word of God in your heart yes. because by doing so, when pressure comes, when the challenges come, what's going to come out of you is going to be the word. Amen. Amen. But you'd be surprised that you see some people, what comes out of them, it's like no wonder why they're they in the trouble and in the mess they are because they bypass this principle. They don't Either they don't believe it or, or they don't know it or they know it and they're not they're not paying attention to it, but you've got to be very, very careful. See, I, I've seen people do this with their kids, you know, and, and, you know, if you're a parent you've done this, you know, you get so frustrated with them, you begin to sp- you speak out of frustration and anger, and you say things to them. And you see, what you don't realize is you're going to create what you say to them. Yeah. You keep telling them, oh, you're so stupid. Oh, you don't, you don't learn anything. You don't understand anything. You say stuff like that, you're creating that in their life. Many of us are sitting here today because we have been the victims of bad things that have been said over us. A parent who thought they were doing right or thought, you know, they didn't have good parenting skills, maybe in that particular area. They loved us. They took care. But sometimes they said dumb things. Oh, you're so stupid. What's the matter with you? Like you keep telling the kid, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? They're going to, you're creating this doubt in their mind about who they are and the decisions that they make. We don't realize the power that is in our words and in our communication what comes out of our mouth that's why with your children when they're messing up you ought to teach them or you ought to say say you know you're better than that right. you've got the spirit of God in you this is what God's word says about you you see you, 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 <sighs> Yes. Yes. so now as it relates to, to us and our personal needs and wants and desires in our life let us hold fast the confession of our faith Let's hold fast to what we believe from this word. Let us keep speaking it against the mountains, against the obstacles, against the odds. Let us hold fast this confession of faith because without wavering because he who promised is faithful and what it means is faithful to perform it in our lives and to make sure that it comes to pass. If we grew up in a religious background, we're screwed up because really what happened, the kind of church that I came out of, they took, they took my relationship, my direct relationship to God out of the way and they put a priest in between me and God and as long as I just went and did what the priest once a week told me to do, kneel, stand, say this, say that, go home, you're fine. And my life was falling apart and I didn't know why. Well, what I, what I come to find out years later is they took out the relationship that God wanted me to have with him personally and all of the precious word of God that is power to, to, to bless and to, to fill up my life and to give me health and prosperity. They took all that away from me and religion ruined most of us. So now we come to this kind of church and we get a little bit free from religion. We carry our Bible in, (laughs) we write down the verses, we say amen, but that's as far as we go. We go home and pray the same stupid prayers we always prayed, and I say stupid because they're dumb, because they're they're full of doubt and unbelief. They're not, you have no idea what, what, what your position from the word of God is. Listen, if you're going to pray for healing, if you're going to pray to get well, you better already know that God has promised you healing. You better already know that by his stripes, you are healed and not, not, not start praying. Well, Lord, you know, help me out of this sickness. Oh God, I know you're the healer. Oh God, deliver me, deliver me. God set me free. If it be thy will. You better already know it's His will because now you're going to hold fast your confidence. You're going to hold fast your confession of faith because you say, "Sickness comes by His stripes, I am healed. The pain rages by His stripes, I am healed." Let us see, folks. Don't we looked at that verse in in Hebrews chapter four? It says, "For the word of God is active and living and sharper than a two-edged sword." You see, but the Word does not become active and alive because there's two, two descriptions for the Word of God. There's the Logos Word, which is the written Word. And then there's the Rhema. That, that means the Bible, as it is written, the Word's on the page. That's called the Logos Word. But then the Bible, in this particular verse, Hebrews 4.12, talks about the Rhema Word. The Rhema Word is when the Word becomes alive in your heart and is released from your mouth. That's it that's when it becomes active and living and has the power to change the very course and the direction of your life. So so what am i saying in short? You must learn to begin to speak what god speak the word of god. Find the verses. You say, "Well, pastor, I'm new in the church. I just started coming here. I don't even know half of what you're talking about tonight, but it certainly sounds good and I would really wish I don't know even one verse. I don't even own a bible." Well, that's okay. I was once in that place. But I got excited when someone told me that I needed to change what I was saying about my life and about my future, that I had the power in my mouth to create my future Amen. if I would just fill myself up with this word. And I began to learn one verse at a time. At one point, I only, I only knew two or three verses, and I just kept speaking those verses and using those verses. Every, I applied them to every issue in my life because they were the only verses I knew. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. And then as I began to read the Bible and come to, go to church and, and, and hear people teach the Word, I began to find more verses that I began to add to my arsenal of weapons. See, now, most of the time, I don't have to think about it. I already know the Word of God, you know, not, I mean, more than I did then. And I'm able now to pull that Word out. And I, 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 when something comes my way, now I just speak the Word of God to it. Is everybody with me? Amen. Rama becomes alive. Now, let's just look at this real quick and then I'll get you home. I wanted to take you to this. Go to Romans chapter 10. Really important. We'll finish up. Are, are, you, are you enjoying this? Is this helping you? Is this helping you? <clears throat> this is a very, very important Bible study. Because people say all kinds of things about God and they, they speak all, but it's not in line with his word. They don't understand the power of using God's word out of your mouth. They don't realize that you can, you can have all kinds of thoughts about God, and you know, God's a God of love, and God's this, and God's that, and God's the other thing. But that doesn't change anything. What changes your, your life, what changes your future, what shapes your future, is when you come to the understanding that this Bible, the words that are written in this Bible are active, they're alive with power when they get into your heart and they begin to come out of your mouth. When you begin to speak this word about your future and to your future and to the obstacles that stand in your way, I don't know how to make this any plainer. I'm almost frustrated because I want to make it even plainer for you, but I don't know how to do it. I, I, I hope you're getting it. Amen. So, so I want to show you something here. In Romans chapter 10, and many of us understand these verses, but this is, this is, these are the verses that give us salvation. And notice what it says, it says, but what does the word say? The word is near you, verse 8, I'm sorry, Romans 10, verse 8. The word is near you in your mouth. Where's the word supposed to be? In your mouth and in your heart. So it's supposed to be in your heart and your mouth. And he calls that the word of faith. That's why one of the ways we identify our kind of church is that we call this a word of faith church because we're built upon this principle of having the word buried in our heart and constantly speaking this word out of our mouths. That's why we put so much emphasis on the word and we would call this kind of church a word of faith church because we believe that faith is believing the word and speaking the word and doing the word. And that's what creates things and that's what changes things in our life. You can know about God, people know about God, love God for 30, 40 years. They're as as poor as as a, I was going to say church mouse, but we're not going to say. As poor as a denominational church mouse. As sick as can be and they can't, you know, as depressed as can be and they can't get anywhere because they don't have the word of faith coming out of their you know they love God and they're going to go to heaven, but they're going to live beat up in this world because they have, they don't have any weapon, they don't have any power coming out of their mouth. They don't know how to fight their battles. They don't know how to speak to their future. They don't know how to get out of a mess. But they'll shout and they'll sing and they'll clap and they'll dance. So we call, see. See. So I don't want to be that kind of Christian. Uh, I want to walk in victory over everything. Amen. So the word is near you. In your mouth and in your heart. So it's supposed to be in your heart and in your mouth. That is the word of faith that we preach. Now notice what it says. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you would be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So we understand that these are the verses that teach us about how to get saved. How to how to start a relationship with Jesus Christ. You have to confess with your mouth and believe with your heart. Well, I submit to you that what you find here is, yes, the verses that teach us how to begin our walk with God or how to get saved. But beyond that, we see here a principle for every bit of life's issues. If this this formula, so to speak, works for salvation, why wouldn't it work for everything else else? in our lives because we just saw that jesus said you know, hold fast to the confession of your faith whatever you say to the mountain he talks so much about the heart and the mouth and your confession and what you say paul teaches us here in the book of romans that the very first thing you need to do is to confess the lord jesus and believe in your heart and you would be saved so confessing believing and saying bring forth salvation let me give it to you this way if you confess with your mouth... This one says... Of course, this is saving faith. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus... And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead... You would be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness... And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, if you think for a minute... This connects with what we just read in Mark eleven, twenty-three and 24. Because it was the same thing. Talking about your heart, your mouth, your confession... What you say, what you believe... All right, so now listen. Here's the principle. If you confess with your mouth healing and believe in your heart healing, you will be healed. For with the heart one believes unto healing and with the mouth confession is made unto healing. Is y'all looking at me. I don't know if this is a good look or a bad look or it's like, Pastor, I don't... I don't. All, right, all right, let me read it again. Let's go to verse 9. If you confess with your mouth prosperity yes. and believe in your heart prosperity for with the you will be you will be prosperous for with the heart one believes unto prosperity and with the mouth confession is made unto prosperity Amen. you see i believe this is more than just for salvation because jesus taught us whatever, whatever you say is going to come to pass come on are you with me are you getting it are you getting it are you getting it You know, I mean, you could boil this down to, if you confess with your mouth, you know, uh, you know, well, see, I don't want you to get hung up on a better job. I want you to get, I want you to go beyond getting a better job. I want you to think prosperity. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we think a better job, and the job you're thinking about is not going to really bring you to prosperity. That's right. Yes. That's right. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. This, this is a principle not only to get you saved, But this is the principle of faith. He called it the word of faith. This is how faith works. You believe it, you say it, and it comes to pass. You believe it, you say it, and it comes to pass. You believe it, you say it, and it comes to pass. Come on, say, you believe it, you say it, and it comes to pass. You see? And sometimes you've got to say it before you even believe it. Because when I first got into this, I didn't totally believe it 100%, but I just kept saying it and saying it and saying it and saying it until I talked myself into believing it. And that's when faith really took hold and things began to change in my life. Come on. Amen. Amen. So if you confess with your mouth, you put whatever you need there and believe with your heart, then that's what you're going to have. You're going to bring it to pass in your life. And so is the principle of faith. This is how faith works. This is awesome. This, will change. this revolutionized my life so many years ago. A principle that has set me free. But yet there are people that will never take up on this. There will be people that will come to church, shout hallelujah. They'll come up for prayer every week and pray over, pray for the same things over and over again and never get anything answered and nothing ever, ever changes in their life. And they wonder, what's wrong with God? They wonder, what's wrong with God? There is nothing wrong with God. There's something wrong with you. Amen. You've got to change your perspective. You, you, you've got to begin to lay hold of the principle of faith. You work your faith, faith's going to work for you. Amen. You work your faith and you're going to see things change in your life. You're going to see... Things begin to take hold in your life, but you've got to start working your faith, and that's how you work your faith. Faith is not just some sort of obscure thing in my head. Well, I believe in God, so I have faith. That's not faith. You have faith in God? Yeah, you believe in God. And, And, you know, you're saved. You have saving faith, but your faith doesn't go beyond saving faith. Because you're only working the principle for salvation, but you're not working the principle for everything else in your life. If the principle can bring you salvation, it can bring you health, it can bring you prosperity, it can bring you your breakthrough, it can bring you a better job, it can bring you a new house, it can bring you the car, it can bring you whatever you need. Hallelujah. I don't know, man. I, I hope you're getting somebody getting it. Is anybody getting it? All right, all right. You better be careful when you're when you're around me, because I'm going to be listening to what you're saying. And if something dumb comes out of your mouth, I'm going to tell you. Don't say, "Yeah, I got it. I understand." You know, yeah, Pastor, I got it. Well, because you just want me to shut up because you want to go home. It's like, when's this when's this coming to an end tonight? I want to go home because I'll be listening to what you're saying. Maybe I'm going to get you one day. Say. um, You have a, you better watch because I'm gonna do this to some of you. What's the, what's the greatest need? Don't answer because I I won't pick on you tonight, Derek. I'm gonna get you. What's the biggest need in your life? You're gonna tell me. I'm gonna say, okay, now pray. Let me hear you pray about it. You, I want you to pray. Then I want to hear what comes out of your mouth. You better watch it. (laughs) I want to hear what comes out of your mouth. Then I'm gonna know if you really learned something tonight. I want to hear what you're going to pray about your future, about your needs, about your wants, about your desires. Are you thumping through this Bible, finding the verses that, you know, one of the things that I, one of the things that I, I speak over in my life, every time I get up to preach, every time I get up to teach this word, it's found in Isaiah chapter fifty says for the lord god has given me the tongue of the learned, that i should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary he awakens me morning by morning he awakens my ear to hear as the learned. the lord god has opened my ear Amen. and then it amazes me i've been i speak that just just about every time i get up to preach or to teach and it's amazing to me how people come me, pastor you really help me you, you you don't you know well, it's not because I'm so wonderful. It's because God's word is so powerful. Yes. Amen. I'm already releasing this over my life. I'm speaking this. The Lord God has given me, you know, given me exactly what needs. People say, you don't know. You spoke directly to my situation. My, well, that's because I've been quoting this. This verse and standing on this verse giving me the tongue of to the that I should know how to speak a word and season to him who is weary. It's no, it's no wonder to me. It's, no, it's not an amazement to me that people are being encouraged and people are being lifted because I speak that over myself every time I get up to deliver this word. Amen. I'm actually speaking yes. the results even before I give the lesson. That's right. That's right. Oh, man, I just want everybody to get hold of it. That's how you pray, and that's how you speak over your life. That's what changes the very course of the That's what gives you success. I don't have time to get into it. Maybe we'll do it next week. But have you know, <sighs> the book of Joshua. If you meditate on this word day and night and let it not depart out of your the purpose to do it you will be blessed in everything you do this is a key this is is a nugget of truth that will change your life, change your future and cause you to prosper in everything that you do in your life
0: Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors in your order.